Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. On a personal level, it's an absolute pleasure to be speaking with legendary punk band Zebrahead. Always a difficult thing to not say Zebrahead when you're in England. Yeah. <laughs> How's your day going? Good, man. Good. Um, it's about, what, noon here in Los Angeles. Uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of starting for Adrian and I. We're, we wake up kind of late, so. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to work kind of like night owls. We really don't uh, sleep. Uh, we don't get to bed too early, so. That's the way to be. It's the rock star lifestyle, right? <laughs> More yeah. like insom insomniac lifestyle. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, guys, obviously, we've got to do the elephant in the room first. COVID would be damned, but you guys have been keeping busy over the last few years. But how have you been handling um, the live inactivity and obviously the ever-changing restrictions and uh, things that have been going on in the world? I think... Uh... I think the way we've been keeping busy is just by writing. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, touring has been so difficult with, you know, the COVID situation, restrictions of being able to play shows, uh, travel restrictions included. So, uh, you know, we just did Slam Dunk uh, in the UK, which was phenomenal. We we're so excited that we were actually able to do those two shows and I make it out, which was a crazy adventure in itself, uh, just trying to get out there. Um, but also, you know, I think just writing a lot of music you know, uh, just constantly writing and, and creating content. Yeah, like Adrian said, it's been kind of crazy because for us, we're used to constantly being on the road. And when the pandemic hit, um, I think our, our, the last shows we played were in Europe. We were out with um, Sum 41 at the time. And we had planned on um, doing a lot more things uh, after we got home and then everything kind of just shut down. So. Um, and not only were we used to not being at home, but you're kind of stuck at home by yourself, you know what I mean? So that took a, a minute to get used to, but then we kind of tried to adjust and um, it started like trying to write uh, a part. We would send each other like ideas uh, through like Dropbox, you know, or email and just to keep busy and to, and there was so much to write about at that time. So it kept us busy and, you know, we just kept looking forward to the day where, you know, we could go back out on tour. Those early days, kind of when things were first sort of, I guess the world was finding its feet and wanting how <laughs> to handle it. Were you, were you instantly switching on to, okay, we're going to do things differently or were you like kind of waiting? Well, okay, in six months time, everything will be okay as certain governments would say or certain countries would say. I mean, yeah, I didn't know. I kept hoping. I kept hoping it's only going to be a couple of months, you know, but then after, you know, like you said, six months went by, I'm like, oh no, this is, this is going to be a lot longer than people are thinking. So um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, a, a lot of hopefulness and then a lot of disappointment for me. Were you able to roll with the punches as it were? Like, cause it would have been a very frustrating period of time. We speak to many, many bands about different experiences all across the world. Only this morning, I was talking to someone in Australia and I'm talking to you guys over in America and sitting here in England that everyone's had different feelings about it. So do you think you've come out the other end stronger for it? Even though obviously we're not quite, the light at the end of the tunnel is there. Um, <laughs> let me take this one. I. Personally, I'm just going to say yes, because mm. um, for obvious, obvious reasons, you know, Deaverhead was going through a transition, um, and I would like to think that, you know, me being the newest member of the band uh, and, and bringing a new spark of life within this, you know, a tragic 
uh, you know, time in, in a sense, you know, with the pandemic, people losing their lives and, and, and things like that, you know, and, and the band not knowing what the future of the band uh, was going to be. And then me joining and kind of bringing a new spark of life into Zebrahead and uh, just seeing how every member of Zebrahead, how excited they are to, to, you know, not only write music again, but to be back out on the road again. And uh, uh, a perfect example was Slam Dunk. I mean, you know, that was my first show with the band. And I just remember looking around the stage and yeah, I mean, we're all musicians, we're all performers. We all, that's our favorite part of being in the band is, you know, performing. But you can just tell that like, you know, it's, it's a new era of the band. There was excitement, like um, a different, different dynamic and energy. Uh, and I think that was like, at least in my opinion, the positive side of, you know, the whole, you know, two years of lockdown, COVID, you know, now, now coming towards the end of that, because, you know, things are starting to look more hopeful as far as touring goes, you know, um, now we have something, you know, new and exciting to, to look forward to. So I think as far as, you know, making the most out of the pandemic, I think, I think we all kind of did. I think, Al. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I'm glad you said that because, I'm glad you felt that because um, that was one thing I think for, for the rest of the guys in the band um, that really did give a, you know, bring, bring new life to not only our perspective of, of like what we're going to be doing in the future, but gave us something to um, also look forward to coming out of the pandemic, like your, your energy and your excitement to, you know, be in the band kind of made us look at things a lot differently than we had been in the past, like whatever, 25 years, because we've been doing it for so long, you know what I mean? And just like you're, and being creative with somebody is always um, a lot different, like with somebody new, you know? And oftentimes I think it takes a, a bit of time to kind of find your groove, but with Adrian, it, it was really weird, man. Like when he came in, um, it was so like such a smooth, easy transition for, mm. for me to work with him there was like no weirdness there, there was only like excitement and even like a writing styles worked so well together like it went so I thought so quickly and and the songs came about so um to me effortlessly that I was like oh my god I can't wait until we get to know each other a little bit better and figure out our you know write, writing rhythms and stuff how good those songs gonna be so like it, it, I don't know it's given me a, a lot of hope and a, a lot of things to look forward to for the future. We're going to see some of that work soon. Three on the 26th of November, of course. This I love how enthusiastic you both are about it because it does feel like the next chapter in the Zebrahead story, rather than necessarily saying a restart or a rebirth, but just sort of the yeah. next turn of the page. It is very exciting from a fan's perspective, but clearly you're both as, as excited about this release. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. um, it, it's, you know, for, for my, for, I guess for myself, you know, being a fan of Zebrahead, uh, you know, having, having known the band for years and, and, you know, also getting to perform, uh, you know, in the past with a band like Zebrahead and you're like, oh crap, well, we get to open up for Zebrahead, you know, and uh, now being in the band and, you know, getting to know the guys, it's like these songs, like Al said, I, I really felt effortless, you know, in the writing process and, and being creative with the guys. It was, it was awesome. We all pushed ourselves very hard in the studio, you know, uh, even from like, you know, Ed's drums, I would be in the room with them and he'd be working on drum parts and, 
and everyone just really pushed themselves and it's really exciting and i think that these songs um they really showcase uh everybody's dedication to what we've been working on the last uh you know last couple months uh it really showcases everyone's hard work and and everybody's creativity and musical ability everybody pushed themselves very hard um on everyone's individual parts and even together as a group every time we'd be listening to a song we're like okay it's not there yet even though it was pretty good but pretty good was not anything we were going to settle for you know uh we all wanted we all wanted that moment where we all stood up off the couch and when we listened to something be like that's <laughs> that that's the moment that's the part you know that's the line and um i think we really achieved that uh with with the five songs and I'm super proud of them, you know. Uh, I'm su- it's it's always kind of weird, you know, looking back and be like, "Holy crap, I'm the singer in Seaverhead," you know. It, it's it's an honor and it's surreal sometimes. And uh, but what a great bunch of guys! I mean, they've made it they've made it amazing. And you know, the, the, their family. And uh, I really think that these these five songs really showcase, uh, you know, our strengths and uh, and really kind of give an open window to the fans of kind of where everybody's heads were at in the past two years, you know, um, you know, uh, Zebrahead prior to me joining, you know, not knowing the fate of the band, uh, then individually, you know, as band members, you know, the loss of a lot of friends during the pandemic to, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, COVID related or, or illness or suicides or, you know, motorcycle accidents and, and really, you know, digging deep and not, not writing, superficial things but really writing about you know real life scenarios and, and what we we're going through or, or what other people are going through and, and you know making it relatable and I think these five songs are honest um very heartfelt and uh very true you know and yeah I'm very proud of that I'm glad and glad because I think that does really, really shine through. It is incredible, a powerful and meaningful lyrical content. You talk about the state of mind during that period of time. So how do you pick yourself out, up and out of those mind dumps, so to speak? Is it a matter of shaking yourself loose, letting it sink in and just wallowing? I mean, I think, I think yeah, what do you think, Al? No, no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna we're, say, very sim- like... we're very similar on, on how we feel about things like Adrian said, like we are very similar. And I think both of us um, tend to try to be creative when there, there are things around you that you can't control or, or are dealing with. Um, the, for, for me specifically, I find I'm the most creative when things are a little bit harder. Mm. Um, when, when I'm dealing with a situation that um, I'm not sure exactly how to deal with, uh, I tend to feel like, okay, I got to go right now, you know, and um, these last two years, you know, there has been no shortage of things like that happening. So, um, and I think that kind of had something to do with it too, how quickly these songs came about and how easily we were able to convey like these ideas because Adrian is like that. He's very similar to me where like, I'll be sitting there at three in the morning and then he'll text me and be like, hey, hey dude, this happened and I had this idea for a song. What do you think? And then he'll send it to me and then I'll be like, oh my God, dude, I, I totally get where you come from. And then I'll go work on it. And we do that all the time. And I, I feel like that similarity between us, that a need to kind of um, get through things by trying to uh, write about them and be creative is our outlet. And that helps us cope with like certain issues that uh, otherwise um, it would be more difficult to cope with. 
is it quite easy though to t- turn that switch off so you know you've, you've you've poured yourself into a particular track musically lyrically and so on and you've reached that end point how easy is it for you to sort of turn that off and go right that's done I've let those feelings out now I need to move on to something fresh uh, I mean as 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 songwriters I, mm. there's no you know again there's no shortage of emotions uh, and I think I think also, you know, as songwriters, you know, uh, we've been doing this for so long individually, you know, and obviously we're doing this now together. But I mean, the, the past years of being songwriters, I think, you know, you, you create this ability to, you know, definitely let it go and, and onto the next emotion, onto the mm-hmm. next idea. And, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of people, you know, that, that talk about how this EP is a little bit darker. And although it is a darker EP, uh, the the biggest message that I, I I think that we want people to understand that yes it's dark but it, it's 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 hopeful is what it yeah. is. Every song there's hope in, and, and that's the main point. You know, of uh, things may be darker, but there's always you know a, a light of at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Or, or you know things can things always get better, but you have to want them to get better. So as a songwriter, you know, uh, we could write a song that's a very dark song. And then, you know, the next day we might be joking about something and we're like, oh, you know, we could write a happy song or a funny song or, you know, that's the cool thing about Seaverhead too, in my opinion, not only as a singer in the band now and a guitarist in the band, but as a fan of the band, Zebrahead has been that band throughout the years that literally can pull off any genre. They have the ability, and especially, you know, with, with Ali being such a talented songwriter and lyricist, he, he's incredible. He blows my mind. There, there was a, there's a song uh, that uh, isn't out yet uh, that might be on the next EP. Um, there's this line that he wrote, and I was like, I, I hadn't really heard it. I mean, I'd heard it, but I hadn't really put it into the meaning of the line. And it hit me one night, and I, I think I wrote you out. I, I'll tell you later what song it is because I can't release any spoilers. But I remember texting ideas was like, dude, did you really just write this? Like, this is the most genius line on the planet. And, you know, it's one of those things where just so much raw talent and, and the ability of writing any type of song, you know, and every, any kind of emotion. And, you know, Ali and I, again, you know, we're those people that we can look around us and, and see a situation and write about it. And, um, you know, hopefully not only does it help us because that's how we get, you know, you know, some people, some people uh, go surfing to calm their moods and, and to deal with their depression. And we're songwriters, you know, when we're having a bad day or a good day, you know, we write it down and we create a song and that's how we vent. And hopefully those songs help other people that are going through similar things um, or even not, you know, it, it's all, um, what's the word? Uh, circumstantial to, you know, how someone perceives the song because it made me one thing to one person, made me another thing to another person. But that's the cool thing. It's what it means for you, uh, you know, as the song goes. So that was a tangent. <laughs> well, that's the dream, isn't it? That um, even if it's one fan out there that comes up to you in the future and says, hey, this particular track got me through this difficult time, touched me at this particular point in my life. Um, thank you for that. You know, I, that's the dream, right? Uh, that's an amazing feeling. And I know Ali's been through that a lot, you know. Yeah, I mean, as a music fan, that that that's gotten me through a lot. Like l- listening to other bands and being like, "Oh my God, 
that that feels like they're talking about me you know and yeah. obviously they're not but like you know it's relatable in, in that sense where you can make it um you know in, in some way relate to something that's happening to you and like in some way comfort you that somebody else has already gone through that or is going through that as well so that's a great part about you know music to me that's like as a music fan yeah i agree uh lay me to rest i mean that song i remember i just watched the youtube video again from when we were in slam dunk and and hearing the crowd sing lay me to rest back it was like there's no greater feeling on the planet uh, than hearing your song sing back to you, especially a new song. You know, this song is fairly new, and the amount of people singing that song back and uh, and, and walking through the crowd later, and so many people like, you know, that song really helped me. You know, like I was losing a friend at this time, and you know, so that, that's an amazing thing. And, and uh, you know, what a cool job we have to play music and to be able to help people like that. You know, I think it's the best. Yes, I was in the uh, I was in I was in the crowd for your uh, performance at Slam Dunk in Leeds. My son and I travelled up to Leeds after waiting two years from the delayed one <laughs> to finally get to it as well. So yeah, I kind of test to quite that was that was an incredible moment. Yeah, it definitely was. goosebumps. <laughs> well, I want to pick on one track in particular, and regards to the one I guess that resonated the most with me off the new EP, and the one I feel that might resonate quite heavily with the the fans, and it's Homesick for Hope. A fabulous track that you said honestly earlier on, this is the one that I really understand what you mean by that. Can you tell us a little bit about this track? Because the lyrics as well are, well, mind blowing. Can I be 100% honest? I'm not so familiar with the song titles yet. Which one's Homesick for Hope? Is that Heaven Let Me In that the gates are closed? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, the last two confused. Um, Home Super Hope, yeah, that's a, uh, I forget, you know, I, I write a lot of my, my stuff, like my ideas, a lot of times come in my dreams, you know, I'm oh, sleeping, really? and actually I just wrote, uh, I just wrote Ali the other, the other day about how, um, I, I sent him lyrics about a song that I have just heard on repeat in my dreams, so I woke up and I like wrote it down in my notes and, and, and went to it, and I think, that was one of them, you know, the heaven let me in, the gates are closed, my hands up towards the sky, I'm crying out and letting go because I just can't take it. It, it. it kind of, for me, has to deal with the frustrations of, you know, am I, you know, am I good enough? Uh, is everything going to be okay? Is everything going to work out? Like, sometimes you feel like, you know, you're at the end of your rope and, and have you given it your all, but at the end of the day, it's like, you are the only person that controls your life and you have to fight for what you want. Nothing's going to get handed to you. And you may be frustrated and you may be at the end of your rope, but, you know, life gets better. You just have to want it to get better. And it's up to everyone individually because no one's going to care about you more than yourself, you know, kind of ideal. And, um, and it was really cool because like, uh, you know, again, Ali and I write so well and making the song actually correlate between, uh, you know, my chorus and what Ali's verses do. You know, I think there's so many special moments in that song and, uh, yeah, I'm really proud. I'm really excited for that one. That one's really cool. I can't wait to play that one live. That that chorus is just awesome, and the verses are insane. Like, it's gonna be a fun one. Do you think yeah. that? Oh, sorry, sorry, go on. No, go I was on. just gonna say the um, the idea of like coming to um, where where you in you reached like the end of your rope kind of thing, and uh, understanding that. Um, there's always going to be, you know, a, a tomorrow and that you have to 
try to push on, even though you feel like, you know, you don't see a future for yourself. Um, and like Adrian said, like, um, the, I feel like these last two years, it's, a lot of people have dealt with that in different ways. And for me, that that's why that song is so significant. I think so too. Um, it's generally one of the most exciting things there when I can't wait to see people's response to that one. Do you think overall then three is quite reflective of where Zebrahead are going forward? The, evolu the evolution of who you are as both as individuals, but also as the unit as overall. I mean, I think we're still kind of figuring that out. Oh. These are like literally the first batch of songs we've written together. So it's really tough to say. I, that's why I'm so excited. I feel like these, these songs, um, these initial songs um, are so cool to me that I can't wait until like we get into our groove, you know, Adrian and I and with the rest of the band and um, are able to just kind of push boundaries of, um, you know, what we can do. I, I think this is just the beginning. I, I don't think this is going to be like exactly um, what we're going to be doing for the next, you know, next 25 years or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot uh -huh. going on, Adrian. Oh uh, yeah, you know, like there's a yeah. It's definitely early on in the process. You know, I don't think we've been, have we even been a band for a year. <laughs> I don't think we have. You know, um, I don't think we have. I don't think we have. You know, and, and how cool is that? Like under a year, you know, uh, you know, be our first EP coming out, and and you know, so far so good, and songs received very well, and um, it, it's just cool, and, and I think to, you know, now that the world, I mean, I know for, for myself, you know, I, I get so inspired when I'm on tour and because uh, tour life is just crazy. You know, uh, there's good and bad in it. You're, you're exhausted, you know, um, you're having the time of your life, you know, you're running on empty, you're running on full, you know, there's just so many emotions when you're on tour. And, uh, and that's an inspiring thing being on tour and being with your boys, you know, and, and just having the time of your life traveling and to meet new people, getting to see old friends, that in itself is inspiring. And we haven't been able to do that yet, you know, and, and that that is really a big part of you know, being in a band and writing. So I'm looking forward to that so much because that's really going to, that's going to, if we think we're tight and we're a unit now, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, after we get home from tour and, yeah. and you know, just that camaraderie is so much different and everyone's experiences and being able to sit down and write and be like, holy crap, okay, well, we just gained a million more life ex experiences. Let's write about these things, you know? So that's going to be cool. And, and, and I'm excited to see where that leads, you know? Oh, absolutely. This song is going to slay live, I think. Absolutely. What about, you know, considering you're talking about uh, it almost being a year since you guys have been this unit, how comfortable are you with the demands of being in a band these days? Now, Zebrahead overall has been through a lot of changes, both yourselves, but the music industry overall, you've seen the death of CDs and the rise of streaming and YouTube and so on. All about the likes and follows. How are you guys dealing with that side of things? I think, um, honestly, as, as a band and uh, as, as an artist, we tr just try to write music that we are proud of. You know what I mean? The, the format, um, of, you know, from vinyl to like tape to CD to whatever streaming to NFT, like 
all that stuff is constantly going to always change. It, it, if you can write music that is uh, you're proud of and that you um, are, you can relate to, I feel like that is our, our job as artists and as musicians is to, to be authentic um, and to to create things that um, say something uh, and um, that we relate to. And that's all you can do. If, I feel like um, the business, you know, like rock music, pop music, hip hop music, um, there's so many th th things that come and go, certain things become popular at some one point and then, you know, it changes. But if you are, you know, you try to be um, real and you try to write about things that affect you and, and your, you know, the people that like your music, then you're going to be remain relative and you're going to be able to continue on and people are going to want to hear what you have to say. So I think for me, I've always tried to keep that in mind because I, uh, you know, being in the business so long, I do know, you know, one thing's going to be rad one day and it's going to suck the next day in other people's eyes, you know? So you just, you can't concentrate on that. You just got to concentrate on, writing good music and, and writing stuff that people can relate to. Yeah, because I mean, the, the, the likes and the follows come, I mean, they're, they're there because of the music, you know, and if you focus, if you focus on all, how many likes is this post gonna get or how many followers are you gonna, I mean, that's relatively fake, right? You know, like if that's your main priority, I mean, it should be organic and, and, and you know, Zebrahead already has this massive fan, fan base and uh, I think with these new songs, you know, I think it's the point to, to have this band grow and organically, you know, have, you know, fans share the songs because they like the songs and those, you know, some that one person hears it that had never heard Seaverhead, you know, and is like, holy crap, what band is this? What song is this? And and it spreads that way. Obviously, you know, there, there's things that, you know, we do because we are a band, you know, we will do, you know, the, obviously the, the standard post and, and mm the standard check-in, like uh, I'm part of the MSCB group on, on Facebook and I check into the group every now and then, hey, hey, everybody's, everybody's doing okay, you know, how's everybody's week doing? And um, I try to respond to as many people as I can on that end, but but yeah, Ali's right, you know, it, it, the main priority isn't necessarily all that stuff, you know, because that stuff does change, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, the people, uh, people don't even want, I mean, people want hard copies of, of stuff, you know, but for the most part, everybody's just going to go stream it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then eventually in 20 years, it'll be like, you don't even stream it. It's just a little chip in your brain now. You know, <laughs> who knows? So, you know, main focus is just like Ali said, you know, just write good music and make the music relative. And, you know, that's our main focus. And, and hopefully also main focus is to be out on the road and touring, you know? And uh, th that's where it's at too, because, you know, that friend is like, hey, you want to go to this Red show? Like, what band is that? Oh, just come out to the show with me. Or, you know, Hey, you want to go to a show this weekend? Sure. Like, what, what band? Oh, I've never seen them before. And then they go to that show and they're like, holy crap, that was amazing. You know, I can't wait for them to come back and, you know, it grows from there. So. Oh, good, good, good. The fan reaction, though, to the uh, singles that have been released so far must have put you at ease a little bit in regards to three because the response has been phenomenally positive. Yeah, we're very lucky. I mean, not only that, but um, the songs. Are, I'm really happy with, but Adrian's like um, attitude and his like live performance, the way he is with fans, like um, he, he's just a, a really good dude and he, um, a super talented guy. I'm, we got so lucky we were able to land Adrian. And I think that's I mean, what- I, I, was, I, was the, I, was the, I was the what, the 30th uh, audition? 
<laughs> we didn't even talk to anybody else, dude. No, I know. I we called you, and then you you went and met Dan at Hooters, and, and I was like, yeah. had a couple of drinks, and you were in the band, and that's the only person we talked to. We knew we wanted. We, we knew we wanted Adrian, and um, fortunately, he was into it, you know. And we got we got really lucky with that, and we're so stoked that the fans can see what we see in him, and you know, they've accepted him. Um, and you know, as part of the family now, and now it's just like we move on and we start creating music together. And don't worry about you know that you know if he's going to be accepted or if we're going to be accepted. It's just it's all good now. You know, there's a lot of pressure off of us now. Lovely, oh, lovely, lovely words. Last but not least, guys. Then plans really going forward. So release the EP 26 November. That is the most important thing right now. Then what is it? Chill out over Christmas, relax a bit. And hopefully have a busy 2022, right? Uh, not quite as much relax. Uh, we are literally, <laughs> uh, we're literally writing. And uh, we're going to be writing, like, you know, um, the rest of this month, the rest of the next month, the, you know, Christmas. Obviously, we'll take off, you know, Thanksgiving and, and, and Christmas time. And, but I, I don't think the writing ever stops. And then, you know, next year, write more, but also <laughs> a lot more touring, right, Ali? Yeah, I think summer. Summer's when we're going to be um, starting to hit it pretty hard. Yeah. yeah, and then, but he's right. We, we, we got a lot of writing to do. Um, and not like we're pretty excited to, to get, you know, back into the studio record. So, yeah, we're trying to yeah. um, write as much as we can and then uh, have a bunch of songs recorded by the time summer comes so then we can t be on tour for the next couple of years. Yeah. Adrian, your excitement and enthusiasm, it's, it's infectious. It's infectious. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome. th thanks, Carl. We really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?